I'm Katina Horton, the Love and Freedom Toxic Relationship Recovery Coach. And I just want to come out here to talk really quick about the Wicked Witch of the West. You remember in the movie Wiz, right? The Wiz, rather. <laughs> Where you had the Wicked Witch and you had her flying monkeys, right? And then it makes me think about like a few months ago, I watched, I ended up watching it because I wanted to do a Bible message, right? I wanted to do a teaching on the whiz. And so watching that particular uh, set of events put in motion something in my mind last night. When you think about the Wicked Witch, she had all of the flying monkeys doing all of the work for her. Ringleaders, right? When you got a tribe, the ringleaders are rarely the ones that are doing the work, okay? And you remember when you are in a relationship with a narcissistic individual, you are doing all of the work. And when I say you're doing all of the work, they have you running on a hamster wheel, right? Because a future faking you that this and that and other is going to happen in the future, right? So you're running on a hamster wheel from them for them rather, trying to get love and approval based upon them telling you this is what's going to happen if you do this, that, and the other. So they're future faking you is what it's called, right? So they're either future faking you about that house, that car, that job, um, something that your kids are going to be able to do, whatever person, place, and thing or idea, right? And or idea, they're future faking you about they're future faking you about that or they're future faking you about the fact that you guys are going to go back to the beginning, which is the love bombing phase, right? Because once you're in a devaluation phase of that toxic relationship, it's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good being devalued daily and being taken, constantly taken from the penthouse to the basement over and over again. And so one thing, look back again. I want you to really look at that wicked witch, right? Who had those flying monkeys going after Dorothy, her dog, and her friends. All of her fine monkeys remained comfortable in order to keep, uncomfortable rather, in order to keep her comfortable, right? The temperature in the sweatshop had to be uh, really enormously high, leaving everybody else and she made them wear uniforms, but that's just what happens when it comes to having a slave mentality. You are made to wear, to dress the way the person wants you to dress, right? To eat what they want you to eat, to work the way that they want you to work, to look the way they want you to look, all of that. You are on their timetable. So when you look at the whiz and you remember them doing all of that work in the sweatshop, hot and everything, and you remember when the Wicked Witch was killed, and they were like, there was joyous <laughs> celebration that she was gone. And that's what happens a lot of times. You have these people that's in that tribe with this narcissistic individual. They're not happy themselves, but they've been brainwashed and gaslit, right? And in cognitive dissonance so long that they believe this is all, this is basically my lot in life, right? So as soon as she was killed, right, by this water that poured down on her, they all started coming out of their uniforms and you can see the beads of sweat. And it's just like, I can be vulnerable now. I can be who I am. And it makes you think about the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve started off naked and then they had to hide themselves. Not they had to, but they decided to hide themselves in fig leaves of like taking on, like, I'm not going to, I'm no longer, am I able to be vulnerable in that position? 
So when the wicked witch was killed, they were able to come out of those slavery clothes and that mentality as the beads of sweat, right? And you realize they hardly had anything left as far as their clothing to wear. They weren't under that bondage anymore, right? And so with the wicked witch, like I said, she thrived off of having everybody else uncomfortable, right? She thrived off of being comfortable at the expense of everyone else being uncomfortable. And that's how it's going to be when you're in a relationship with that uh, narcissistic individual, right? And it's just like when you have a computer and you got a desktop computer, you're building it, right? They've got a fan and a heat sink combo nine times out of 10. And that sits on top of uh, the processor, which they call a CPU. That fan and heat sink combo helps to keep that processor cool. A chance something goes wrong with that, then what happens is that the computer will shut down. It's going to overheat. You might get a blue screen and shut down. That's how these narcissistic relationships goes. When you're in a relationship with a narcissist, you are not uh, able to, I guess I would say, deliver at the capacity of being a supply that they want you to. None of us were made to go around to be um, emotional regulators for other people, right? That's what the indwelling of the Holy Spirit does. So when you have been used and have been used and have been used and have been used as an emotional regulator, what ends up happening is you shut down, you overheat, right? You've been doing that too long. You've been running at a capacity that you were never created to deliver. That's the job of the Holy Spirit. And thus you shut down, right? And that's when it's at that point that the narcissist is like, oh, well, they're not regulating me as much as I wanted to. We weren't created like with the computer to stay on all day, 24 seven. We were created to take breaks. However, when you're in a relationship with a narcissistic individual, there are no breaks. You have to be on that stage in your theater production at all times. So once you're worn down, then their eyes are like, wait a minute, I need to get somebody else to fill me up, to set me up as my emotional regulator so that I don't die, so to speak, you know, face that emotional and mental death. And for them, that emotional mental death is what? Rolling in a sea of shame. Like when the wicked witch started to crumble because the water reached her body, they start to crumble when they don't have supply coming in at the rate they needed to come in. But remember, as human beings, we were never created to be someone's Holy Spirit supply. We were created with the Holy Spirit supply inside of us, right? And we were created to crave community, be part of community, connect. And I pray that you have a blessed holiday weekend. He was by earth. There was a God. Never
So 